Hello, and welcome back to Kingdom Conversations podcast show with Latricia Booker. Today, I will be doing our second episode of season one. So again, thank you for coming back. Thank you for being here. And I hope that this podcast episode is insightful for you and helpful. And so for today, our topic is going to be spiritual and emotional maturity. We're going to talk about spiritual and emotional maturity. And so I was doing some reading in um, Powerful Thinking. That's the name of the book and it's by Joyce Myers. I've been reading this book for maybe a couple of weeks. And I came across her mindset for, and it basically talks about being difficult to offend. And so I want to discuss that as a form of being spiritually mature, as a characteristic, as a trait of being spiritually mature and emotionally mature as well. Let me explain. And so, she starts off this mindset chapter, mindset four chapter. The t- it's entitled, Because I am in Christ, I am difficult to offend. And so the scriptures that she give for this mindset is Psalms 119 and 165. And it reads, Great peace have they who love your law. Nothing shall offend them or make them stumble. And so, this is an indication of spiritual maturity. When you are not easily offended, although offenses may come, people will do things to attempt to offend you, to insult you, to belittle you, to downgrade you, to humiliate you, to embarrass you, all of those things. You do not have to become offended. It is a choice. Now, I want to point out that when you're able to look at these kinds of situations as far as why people do the things that they do and look at things again from a higher perspective, understanding where people are as to why they're attempting to offend you, insult you, humiliate you, it actually gives you an advantage of spiritual maturity, spiritual and emotional maturity. But emotional maturity is a little bit different, even though it does coexist here with spiritual maturity. So I do want to include emotional maturity here even though that's a little more in depth of how that goes so we'll get to that in a minute but for now when we speak of spiritual maturity when you are not easily offended it is indicative of the fact that you are spiritually mature now if you're handling things in a spiritually immature way it's just a message to you to develop 
to mature spiritually, to come up higher, to see things different, to change your perspective, to, you know, change the way that you look at things, the way that you view things, because you want to view things from a more spiritually mature disposition. And that, of course, makes you spiritually mature. And so one of the main ways to do that is to not be offended, even when offense comes, even when that is a person's intention. Sometimes it's not a person's intention. Sometimes people are just the way they are. And maybe they are rude. Maybe they can be offensive. Maybe they just don't have a filter and are rather blunt and say things that are inappropriate. And that's just how they are because they are not very well disciplined or mindful or, you know, whatever it can be. There are also instances where people are not meaning to be offensive or not just that way coming off as rude and being rude, but that's just how they are. But it's more of a thing where you may take it that way because of your own way of seeing things, because of your own belief system, maybe even for how it affected you emotionally or and and when things affect you in a certain way emotionally it stems from your own emotional makeup whatever you will walk through in your life how it has affected you how developed or undeveloped you are in that area in those areas wherever you are wherever your development is in your life or wherever you need to develop in your life is that determines how outside things will affect you how things will affect you particularly when people are doing things that you deem as offensive and again even when they're not trying to be offensive the whole idea here is that regardless of what their intentions are you want to be spiritually mature enough and develop spiritually enough to where you take no offense no matter what people do no matter what people say no matter what happened no matter what their intentions are you want to be difficult to offend but better than that you want to be unoffendable this is a sign a trait a characteristic of spiritual maturity and so in this passage um, Joyce Myers also mentioned Mark 11 22 through 26 and it says and Jesus answering saith unto them have faith in God for verily I say unto you that whoever Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive 
your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive you your trespasses. So here is a thing where spiritual maturity comes into play. Because first of all, you have to have the faith to be spiritually mature. You have to have the faith to say, mountain be moved in other words for what we're speaking of if you are struggling somewhere and you're easily offended you have to be able to tell that mountain of offense to say move be thou removed in other words you are an overcomer you're going to overcome being offended You're going to tell that mountain to move. And going on further into the scriptures, these scriptures, and it talks about how you want to forgive. Don't have no art with them. Don't have no art with your brother or your sister, even if they were being offensive, even if they are um, insulting you or trying to embarrass you or humiliate you. God said, don't have heart. No, I'm sorry, any art with them in other words don't be offended don't take it to heart again this is a a a characteristic of spiritual maturity see it for what it is understand that's what it is know and understand that's where you're, you're they're at obviously they're in a place of some kind of spiritual immaturity and um in that kind of a case they're trying to trigger your spiritual maturity whether it is conscious a non-conscious unconscious should I say and so again it's just poking at where you are spiritually and but it, it again is also indicative of where they are if someone if you're trying to offend someone or if you're just offensive offensive person it's reflective back on you and your character and who you are where you are so it's the same the other way around so because you are developing spiritually you are becoming more spiritually mature you have to take that for what that is accept that this is what it is with them and decide for yourself have that faith for yourself to move that mountain of offense and don't be offended have that faith don't have art with your brother or with your sister even when they attempted to offend you forgive them their trespasses and God will forgive you yours that is spiritual maturity and so that is spiritual maturity where this is concerned but that's a big a big part of spiritual maturity not being offended if you become offended at every offensive thing that happens, period, in life, whether it's done towards you or just you heard it or, you know, whatever, you will stay offended, which means you will never be spiritually mature. So you have to let those things go. You have to release them. You have to not take them on as your own. Not take them personal. Understand again where people are. That's their lack of spiritual maturity right there. And that's where they need to develop and grow if they choose to do so. But for you, for you beautiful people, you're on a journey 
of spiritual maturity. And so now let's go into emotional maturity. The emotional aspect of this is a thing where you don't let what has happened, the attempted offense, affect you emotionally. Now, I'm not negating that we have emotions. Of course we have emotions, but you actually want to be in control of your emotions. You want to manage your own emotions, not be triggered and thrown off balance every time something is said offensive or done towards you to trigger you or just anything that's inappropriate. Just because someone does something inappropriate towards you don't mean you have to become emotionally charged it doesn't mean that you have to be affected emotionally again I'm not saying that you don't have emotions and that they are not real but you don't let them control you you have to have some self-control yes that is a part of emotional maturity but it's also a sign of spiritual maturity as well and so in this um, same book, I want to say it is mindset number seven in the same book, Powerful Thinking. It talks about being emotionally stable. And the name of the chapter is Because I Am in Christ, I Am con- con- Content and Emotionally Stable. I'm going to say that again. Because I Am in Christ, I Am Content and Emotionally Stable. And the scripture for this is First Timothy 6 and 6. And it says, Godliness with contentment is great gain. So, of course, this caught my attention. You know, like I said, it went hand in hand with spiritual maturity, emotional um, stability, so to speak, which is emotional, um, I'm sorry, emotional maturity. Emotional stability is emotional maturity. Okay, now, here's the thing. You have to gain and have control of your emotions. That doesn't mean suppress what you feel. Unfortunately, many people do do that. But, if, Feelings buried alive never die. So it is important to process what you feel, to process real emotions. But you have to put them in this proper place. In other words, you have to compartmentalize everything. Put it where it goes. And take the higher perspective of understanding the getting and understanding the bigger picture, what's really happening here, what really matters. And so what matters here is that you are emotionally stable, that you become emotionally mature, that you are not, again, moved every time something happens or someone says something, as we spoke before, offensive, you know, or inappropriate, you know, whatever the case may be. The idea here is that you remain stable in your emotions and not allow what's being said or done external of you become a part of you or cause you to react in a negative manner. Now, I want to be very clear here. 
I understand the cycles of going through these emotional, um, I say roller coasters, so to speak. And, you know, being in these places, you know, it's not that I'm saying something is wrong with you if you are experiencing this. No, we're pointing this, that this is being pointed out so that it can be corrected if you are interested in being spiritually and emotionally mature. You know, I too have experienced this and knew what I had, know what I had to do, what I had to walk through to become spiritually and emotionally mature as well as stable. So, and I had to become spiritually and emotionally stable to become spiritually and emotionally mature. So the thing is to end that cycle, to end that vicious cycle, because that is exactly what it is. And understand that there are going to always be things to come against that. In other words, when you are working on improving that, so you won't be reactive, so you won't be um, phased or moved by what whoever and whatever is doing, things are going to happen to test that. So expect that. But it's up to you to stand your ground and and just be adamant you have to have an inner conviction inner resolve that you're not gonna budge and that you are in control of your emotions in fact you're doing the inner work to not be moved by what's happening understanding that it's not personal to you it's personal to them and you just have some working out to do within yourself so that you won't take it personal because what you have to again Remember that what people do are a reflection of them. Even if they're doing it towards you, it's a reflection of who they are. Vice versa. What you do is a reflection of who you are. So you not responding in an inappropriate manner or going tick for tack or giving the same energy is reflective of who you are, which is beyond that. If that is what you're wanting to be, spiritually mature, emotionally mature, you don't respond the same way. You continue to do the inner work. And when these things are happening, you might have to even remind yourself, this has nothing to do with me. That's who they are. That's who they are. That's not who I am. I don't have to be... Um, bothered by what they're saying or what they feel or what their opinion is. Their opinion of you has nothing to do with you. Your opinion of you is what has to do with you. Let me say that again. Their opinion of you has nothing to do with you. Your opinion of you has everything to do with you. And if there are some things you need to work on to get together, that's alright for you. But that is is what I want to say that is packaged in a way where it has nothing to do with another if another is coming over in your bubble trying to penetrate your bubble and do something to affect you in any way shape or form that really don't have nothing to do with you that has to do with who they are and they're showing you I don't want to use this word here but I'm just going to say it this I'm going to say it this way they're not up to no good they don't mean you any good. 
they might not even mean they self no good. Because you have to understand when the people are in a vicious cycle of no good, negativity, and they just like that, and it's just what they do and how they, they ain't no good to themselves. So they can't be no good to nobody else. Even with a lot of things that they may even do and attempt to do in a negative manner, going about things all backwards, not the way that God would have them to go, understand it is still the backwards way. It's still not the proper way, which means they're not really doing a service to themselves. So I'm saying all that to say they could not do a service to you. If they can't even do a service to themselves, they're no good for and to themselves. So they can't be good to you. So I'm saying all that to say, just recognize that for what it is. You know, it is what it is. But again, what they're doing and what they have going on really don't have anything to do with you. So you have to keep them separate and stay in your own space, in your own bubble. And I'm hearing in your own manifestations and continue to work on you. And your own emotions build yourself up emotional emotionally by telling yourself the right things which are some is what i just explained <laughs> you know you build your own who you are um separate from them you have to do that you have to do that in order to maintain your emotional stability and ultimately your emotional maturity so not being responsible for other people's emotions are also important and what was um, discussed here and what that is all about is you know how some people can be moody and some people ain't never happy and they think it's up to you to always or maybe you think it's up to you to always do something and turn tricks and jump through hoops to make the them happy because they moody or they ain't never satisfied but whatever the case may be maybe even with you but the whole thing is if it's not your job to keep other people happy. It's all our own jobs to keep ourselves happy and do what we need to do for ourselves. Now, I'm not saying if you're in a relationship with someone, you shouldn't be in a pleasant union or um, friendship or relationship or whatever it is with them. Absolutely. But it's not your job to tend to their moodiness and their unhappiness. It's their job. It's your job to tend to yours. And as you all tend to each other's happiness or whatever you need to do within yourselves your own inner work individually you should be able to come together and you know work through whatever it is you need to work through together but if they're just moody and upset and just you know they're not they're hard to please but it's in a way where it's dysfunctional and they're you know they're wanting something from you that is just like that's not your job <laughs> is what i'm getting to it's not your job to appease them so a way to be emotionally stable is to not be trying to stabilize somebody else's emotions when they should be doing that for themselves because you're trying to stabilize their emotions and please them and keep them happy keeps you emotionally unstable and they will actually do and say things to create that environment for you because they're emotionally stable so they want to create an emotional 
unstable environment for you that so that you would be un- emotionally unstable as well unfortunately many a times with people like this this is what makes them happy it really doesn't but because they're in an illusion they think it does because what really kind of sort of makes them happy is seeing you off balance and so it reminds this reminds me of someone I I thought about this not long ago someone that I used to be in relationship with some time ago and I used to be emotionally unstable but what I had learned was they will also do things to create that environment for me so that I can go off emotionally and they can say oh you're this you're that and you know even you like to argue and go back and forth you always bring stuff up and a lot of stuff I brought up was legitimate stuff but they would just turn everything around on me and not just that but was creating an unstable environment and just to go say oh she's unstable but they were creating it on purpose so they can say they like that they like being able to say oh she unstable and when I got away from this person that started to change of course I had inner work to do but what I learned is that they were the ones that were actually emotionally unstable and me being in relationship with them and connected to them in that way. And of course, along with them trying to create emotional instability in me. Yeah, I was emotionally unstable. But as I already said, I improved and got better when I got away from them and stayed away from them. In fact, uh, initially, I didn't stay away from them for good. I would be away from them for a while and I noticed I would get a little, I had gotten a little better. But as soon as I went back around them, I could pick up on it being like lurking. That emotional instability there trying to lurk and creep back up. I noticed it. And so, you know, like I said, I paid attention to that. I noticed it. And eventually, of course, things um, changed for, you know, change for good where I no longer engaged or interacted or had any relationship with that person and so it just completely went away and so even when people come um, trying to inflict that on me these days because I've already transformed and grown and already got this I'm already in my spiritual and emotional stability and maturity it's not they might try but that all that ultimately just shows me that that's where they are that's what I know because I've already done that and overcome that but the point here is you're not responsible for their emotions they are you can't keep them you can't they have to do what they need to do for themselves and you trying to keep and please people to be happy where it's where it's ridiculous because they're just off their rocker um you know you have to let them go that's part of being um spiritually and emotionally mature letting them go probably out of your life (laughs) or depending on what it is you know just where that's concerned because some people may have to be in your life but when it comes to certain things you just might have to ignore them because sometimes that's just a role that you play in their life and so when that is the case of course you know um, govern yourself accordingly 
And so then you have to manage your own emotions. Again, I already said how those are your emotions. It's up to you to do the inner work. Yeah, process it. Take a look, reflect. And in the beginning stages, when you're doing this, working on it, this is a lot of what you're going to do. You have to reflect. You have to take a look. And is this, you know, is what I'm feeling legitimate or am I tripping or whatever? And, of course, you want to have these conversations with yourself and with God. So you want to be in a relationship with God so he can talk back to you. So you can hear from within, not from without, not that outside don't give you answers, but you really want to be careful that you are going within and it's you and God. This is being emotionally mature, doing that, doing that inner work, doing that questioning and trying to see. Even when someone is saying this, this, that, and the other, you don't just believe it because people will, people who aren't in that state of mind will try to make you feel a certain kind of way or make you feel wrong for, for having boundaries emotionally. So you have to be aware of that and know, be able to go within yourself and realize, know, realize what they're doing and where they're at. Which means they're trying to cross your emotional boundaries because they're trying to keep you emotionally off balance. And I'm just hearing because they are, nothing makes them more happier than to see you off balance when they know they off their rocker. And they're trying to, you know, present to the world something different, you know. So be, be emotionally mature by doing your own inner work releasing those who need to do their own inner work and that's pretty much that no more roller coaster rise up emotions you know you may have been on a train of going back and forth you know and just going up and down especially like i said before when you're in a relationship with certain people that's just what they bring that's what they bring because that's what they are a lot of drama and a lot of roller coasters you may even have done it or do it within yourself you know, because sometimes we can be our own issue. But the good news is you don't have to do that anymore. You can do the inner work. You can release those who are getting in the way of your emotional stability. Release them. Don't tend to try to fix their mood and help them be happy when they clearly can't be. <laughs> or you can't help them with that. You know, free yourself. And you can think your way into emotional stability and contentment as well. You know, put your things on the things above, on the things that are pure, on the things that you want, not what you don't want. Look at what you don't want, see it for what it is, and then put your attention on what it is you do want. And that's how you bring it forth. And you continue to work towards that, what you want. Even when those things you don't want, try to show up, know it for what it is, and leave it right there. Or reject it. But put your attention and continue on your path of emotional stability. Emotional maturity. Spiritual stability. And spiritual maturity. So again. This is how you can be. Spiritually and emotionally mature. So, that is the end of our second episode. 
of season two. I want to thank you so very much for listening, for being here. If you are interested in commenting, leaving, leaving some feedback or sharing your perspective or any input you may have, feel free to go to the Facebook group, Kingdom Conversations Podcast Show with Latricia Booker. Like the page, follow the page, and this episode will be posted there for you to leave your comments and feedback. So, again, thank you so very much. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I will see you in the next one.